It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Veterans Day is a day to remember and honor those who have served, but it's also an important time to assess and reassess what we need to do for those currently in the armed forces. Uh, To help us break that down and uh, celebrate today, Congressman Blake Moore from Utah's 1st Congressional District, which of course includes Hill Air Force Base uh, within those parameters. And uh, Congressman Moore, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Boyd. It's been a great day so far. Uh, Tell us about how you've been marking uh, Veterans Day today. I was joking with my staff. I said, this has literally been the best day of the entire first term. And we said, well, it's been a pretty low bar. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, we, we started with a breakfast at the, with, with, they were honoring veterans at the University of Utah Union, Union Building, um, and then up at the George Wallen Veterans Center up in uh, Ogden area with this Ogden Cemetery, another ceremony there. So just got to go and interact with many veterans that, um, throughout throughout the community, you know, Utah is unique, um, and particularly northern Utah, with with as you mentioned, Hill Air Force Base. But I mean, we have a lot to celebrate with the amount of um, just the presence that we have from active duty currently, and you know the type of military leadership that come through here mm. regularly. I see that closely, but then just our 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 you know our entire community has many veterans that live here. I mean, I talk to folks that served at Hill Air Force Base, and then they get done with their service, and then they come back, and they retire here, and they live here because we're so, the proximity to the Wasatch back and all these things, it's um, a unique community. Yeah, we we love that, and it's been interesting. I think I've talked to all of our members of the delegation today, and they all echoed the same sentiment you did. It's like, this is the best day uh, out of the whole year uh, for being a, a member of the Senate or a member of the House, and uh, it is one of those days where you can set aside some of the uh, usual uh, politics of it all and actually focus on those things that, that matter most. And I just want to ask you, Congressman, because you're so involved in terms of the needs of Hill Air Force Base, where they are, and the veterans that uh, are in and around all of that. Uh, what is happening in Congress? What should we be watching for as it relates to Hill Air Force Base? So one big thing that we've been working on this year is and I've talked to you about it even before, is the supporting and and emboldening our our veteran workforce. Mm -hmm. But right now in our veteran community, um, and these these two things can be tied. And I spoke on this to several different uh, things, events today. Uh, We're seeing a mental health crisis within our veteran community. Um, And we need to come together as a community. We need to come together as a nation to address this. And there's lots of avenues that people can get involved um, because that, that that's the that's the worst case scenario that we can that we can can have exist um, because it will uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but making sure that veterans feel that purpose once they are done with their service and the the what one one piece of legislation that we've been involved with is uh, repealing the 180 day rule. It's a, this type of thing was was well intentioned, so there wasn't this revolving door with um, military leadership and the 
and in the Department of Department of Defense and the, and the civilian workforce. But it's it's kind of archaic, and we're trying to get it so we can make it so veterans, as they finish their active duty service, they have real opportunities to leverage the skills that they've that they've acquired um, to go and have successful um, careers as well. So that's one thing. And then I was my first bill. Remember, was the Medal of Honor uh, monument. And um, Utahns don't always know it's George Wallen, Index of VA, and there's about five others that have received the Medal of Honor. It's a very distinguished, um, distinguished honor of uh, act of valor. And, and we, 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 that legislation went through with like a 416 to zero vote. Very proud of it. That'll always be my first piece of legislation, and that will establish a monument to, to honor those uh, those veterans. And we're we're working on that still today. Oh, we love that. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, we do have. Our veterans who come home that have physical injuries, we have many who have uh, wounds that are very deep and unseen uh, as it relates to, to mental health. And, and it's so important for our veterans that are listening today. If you're struggling with one of those unseen injuries, uh, it is no different uh, than an arm or a leg, uh, and it needs help and attention, and, and you need to reach out. And if you know a veteran uh, who's suffering on some of those unseen injuries internally, uh, that we need to reach out and make sure they know that uh, there is help and there is hope uh, around that. Uh, you've also, uh, Congressman, been a, a great advocate for better use of our defense dollars, that it's not always just about we've got to spend more and more on the military, but there also needs to be some transparency and accountability in that process. Absolutely. Um, every piece of our budget needs to be scrutinized. So we're, we're focused on finding waste. Um, and keeping it, you know, and you can look at the military budget and you can, you know, this is actually part of our debt and deficit task force. Um, but we, if you keep the focus on people and mission. Um, you can find areas within every single element of our government and our budget and our enormous debt that we can, we can, we can make improvements. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the that's why we'll use our our role on armed services committee is to keep the focus where it needs to be. Look, we have existing weapon systems, and we need to be investing in cyber, right? And so, it's a it's a transitional there's a transition period, and right now is a very important one as our threat moves more towards the eastern hemisphere in China, South China Sea. Um, we need to be focused on embracing technology, finding new ways to train, um, keeping a strong workforce. Um, attrition of the huge cost. Uh, so there's there's all sorts of ways that we're, we need to be, you know, focusing on that and kind of want to, you know, bring a sensible nature to it that yeah. uh, we can do within the committee. Yeah, and uh, I think that uh, debt and deficit task force, I think, is such an important uh, strategy in terms of really kind of opening things up and saying, okay, what what is working, what isn't, and most important, what are the outcomes that we're producing? Are we producing the outcomes that are going to keep us safe and secure and uh, really be the best thing for the American people? Anything else from your task force as it relates uh, to to the military? You know, no, the, the task force, our debt and deficit woes do not exist within um, the military budget. I want to build, bring credibility to this to say it is a very large budget item and we need to address it we we can find areas of waste but um you know that's that that's paltry to the amount of an, an interest that we continue to acquire mm-hmm. and then our our mandatory spending is what actually grows at 8x times what what some of our um, discretionary pieces are so our focus will be on fixing sort of you know making recommendations on how we fix the government process and um 
just last week there was a, there was there was there was a piece of legislation or resolution that went through the house that'll provide some accountability um, it's a good next step uh, and um, well, that, that's over to the Senate at this point now but creating better government process and structure um, with respect to the debt 18 different groups get involved in this and then all of a sudden no one's really accountable on the fact that we're spending more than we take in each year on a regular basis um, and so process identifying the areas in mandatory spending that we can we can um, reform and, and make more viable for the future. And then, of, and then, of course, take a look at everything and, and try to find waste where you can and then address revenues at that point. Yeah, so important. I love this resolution passed in the House that would require uh, budget committees in Congress to, to have this open uh, joint session, fiscal State of the Union, Secretary of the Treasury, uh, Government Accountability Office, uh, to look at what came in, what went out. Uh, I think that's a, a great process. We'll continue to follow that one. Congressman Blake Moore, we appreciate you joining us on Veterans Day. And uh, to all our veterans, we continue to say thank you. And, uh, Congressman, thanks for your service and for being with us today. And thank you, veterans. I appreciate it. All thanks right. for the chance to talk. All right. That's uh, Congressman Blake Moore, Utah's first congressional district. Of course, Hill Air Force Base uh, is within that district. And uh, he represents so many, both active military uh, and also so many of our veterans. And I love what he pointed out. Uh, Congressman Moore pointed out that many veterans uh, who have come through here, served at Hill Air Force Base, and then, of course, were deployed other places or transferred to other bases. And when they retire, they come back because <laughs> it's a great community. Uh Big tip of the hat to our veterans today. We'll continue this discussion as we move into hour number two of the program. We'll break for top of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. Live breaking news now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.